1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDSE. For everything. For everything ending. For everything cults. It's the Blue Horseshoe now. now. Here's your host, George Bremer and Ryan Hickey. And welcome into another edition of the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. George Bremer, Ryan Hickey here with you. And George, this is a very, very special podcast because it's, you smell that? It's game week. Finally, on Sunday, we have someone look forward to. The regular season is basically here, week number one against the Texans, just now a few days away. Here with your season preview, we will be today kind of looking at the Colts from a a general photo or a general picture of how they will be this season. Give our our thoughts and projections, give you some MVPs offensively, defensively, and heading into this 2022 season, discuss where the Colts rank in a very loaded and very deep AFC and also where they rank in the AFC South as well. But George, we have made it, man. Training camp has come and gone. The offseason that feels endless is now over. And we are finally here days away for some real football that counts being played.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it, it's been a very eventful offseason. Of course you can think back all the way back to January and that loss in Jacksonville and where the franchise was then and how different things are now, both in terms of on the field physically, but also uh, just the energy around the, the, this team right now, I think is completely different. Uh, but now one of those uh, strange There's there's so many strange stats around this team. Maybe the strangest is is this opening week losing streak. Uh, I think it's third all time in in NFL history, losing eight in a row, Uh, which and if you look at the other teams that have done it, it's teams that are like consistently picking in the top 10. The Colts have made the playoffs several times. They went the AFC championship game after one of these losses. It is insane. Uh, It's one of the more inexplicable things. And so they're going to go to Houston on Sunday and try to end this. But, you know, there's a lot more uh, intrigue than you would think for an opening week against the Houston Texans.
1: Absolutely, George. And before we start looking ahead, well, first of all, thank God for the Cleveland Browns, which are at what, I think 17 or 18 losing uh, openers in a row. So the Colts still have a very long way to break the record if things do go south on Saturday for sure or on Sunday for sure. Uh, but one of the things you mentioned just before, George, before we get into the season, start looking at, you know, ahead, I think it is important to look back because this offseason, for the most part, for Colts standards recently, has been pretty much uneventful, right? I would say that the biggest question mark or, or the biggest talking point has been Shaquille Leonard's name change slash health. Otherwise, there's been no drama or, or uh, random quarterback injuries. Not Thankfully, knocking going wood, everyone's been healthy so far. It's been what would you consider a pretty boring offseason, which is a huge,
0: huge win for the Colts. Yeah, it was a boring training camp. And after last year, I think that was very welcome. I mean, you know, there weren't any odd ankle injuries. Didn't have to go into any medical books and (laughs) look up things that you'd never heard of before. Uh, And it's there's no question. This is Matt Ryan's team. You know, not that last year there wasn't a question about it being Carson Wentz's team, but he wasn't there he missed almost all training camp. And I think even at this time we were still talking about COVID situation and whether he'd be ready to go. It was chaos from, from really day one of training camp. And, and this time around uh, it's been all business. You know, I don't know any other way to put it. They've got everything. So I think the biggest position battle quote surprise, whatever you want to call it, Nick cross, winning the, the strong safety job. That's probably the biggest off season storyline as far as the roster goes and that's a pretty good place to be compared to where they were a year ago.
1: Absolutely. And it's it's nice that the drama is around play on the field instead of injuries, forcing other guys in action. Like you said, just random injuries you never heard of and trying to see how guys like Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson last year were progressing for sure. So no drama, thankfully, heading into week number one, unlike this time last year, getting ready for that Seahawks game uh, in the opener. So now looking ahead, George, 17-game schedule. Record-wise, we do our record predictions for the Colts in 2022. What is your number? What are you looking at here?
0: Yeah, I tell you, I keep going back and forth because, uh, for one thing, you get that weird opening week stat. Week two, you've got another weird stat. They haven't won at Jacksonville since 2014, uh, and you got to balance that against what you think this team can do. I think realistically, this can be a 12 and five football team. I think if they if they live up to their expectations. Uh, They stay relatively healthy. You're going to have adversity. There's going to be things that go wrong. We know that Uh, there's probably going to be at least one game you shake your head at. Every team in the league seems to have one loss a year that that you just can't figure out. Um, I think 12 and five is a realistic goal for this team. And I think it's where they ought to be aiming, honestly.
1: I like it. I I'm going 11 and six in part because I was kind of back and forth between 11 and 12, and then you're right. It's just kind of one of those. There's always one of those games that's just like, oh no way they'll lose. They end up losing, and, and maybe balance out with one game they'll win. No one sees coming. So I settled that 11 and six. But either way, 11 and six, 12 and five. That is and, and should be good enough to win the division. That absolutely should be right where this Colts team is. Like, I don't think if you look look through their schedule and you kind of look at where this team is, that's unrealistic. Like they do play. Outside of the AFC West, which is going to be the best division in the NFL this year, they do have a lot of teams that are either right at their level that they're equal with, or better than. You know, we've talked about a lot so far this opening, you know, first seven games. We play five divisional opponents in seven games, but you know, even past that, you have the Commanders and Carson Wentz come back town. You should win that game. The Patriots right now, who the hell knows who's going to be calling their plays? The Raiders have been getting a lot of hype, but I mean, honestly, I know the Raiders won last year. I'm not really scared of the Raiders, to be honest with you, George, going to Las Vegas. That's you know a game the Colts should win. You, you know Later on in the year, you play the Giants. You have teams like the Eagles, the Steelers, the Cowboys. These are all teams either right at the Colts level or slightly below where, again, this should be the year that they finally not just come through with, with a winning record and start out hot, but also live up to expectations for the first time in a long time.
0: And I think it starts right away in week one. I think that's what's so exciting about the way this schedule sets up. You look at it, it's it's not a murderer's row. There's a lot of winnable games on here. There's also a lot of losable games if you don't do things the right way. Uh, but I think it's great because you're starting out with these two. You almost have to exercise two demons right out of the gate. And I think you're going to learn a lot about this team. You don't normally say that when you're facing two lower division opponents like this in the, in, the, in the to start off. But I think we're going to learn a lot about this team in the first two weeks and certainly in the first seven weeks. They need a hot start. They need to, to live up to expectations. You put it perfectly. I mean, this is a, a team the last four or five years, really high expectations, and then they find a way somewhere along the road to, to the wheels come off and they, they don't close. You know, we talked about that last week. It's all about closing, whether that's in games, whether it's in practices, whether it's in the season. That should be the theme for this year. And, you know, we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why you bring Matt Ryan. We'll talk about him and his addition here in a little bit, but that's in part why you bring Matt Ryan to this team to do what you couldn't do last year and have struggled with even, you know, in 2018, when they got off to a hot start, close games and close the season strong. And it's why, especially from where I said, Georgia, you know, national perspective here, no one nationally is talking about really the Colts right now, especially their their week one game because, oh, it's a Texans. Who cares? You know, the, the streak is a streak. The Texans stink. You'll beat them. Week two, all oh, the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Who cares? You haven't won there since 2014. You know, a lot of people are already penciling in the Colts 2-0. and And obviously, like you said, we know just how uh, almost fickle of an exercise that is with just the mind-boggling losses in week one the Colts have had and their inability to beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville for whatever reason that there is. But it's your right. For how, on a national level, how almost small these two games appear against two of the worst teams in the AFC and two of the worst teams in the NFL heading into 2022, this is a major, almost kind of great way to kind of set the season forward and say, "Hey, this year is different." You know, we're not going to get ourselves in a one and five or two and six hole again. We are coming out and making a statement, and it's weird to say Texans Jaguars statement games, but you're right. If the Colts come out of here two and zero. Oh, Going back home, taking on the Chiefs week three. I'm looking at this team a whole hell of a lot differently this year and the rest of the season than maybe even going in because now it's almost, I think at this point, they have to really do have to put on the field to show instead of just kind of believing without seeing it. But I will say, again, it sounds very, um, it almost doesn't make any sense to think texans Jaguar statement games. Those are two big games where if you're 2-0, you're feeling a lot better about this team than you really would be just looking at the teams on paper.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you go back to 2020 and people are saying the same things about going down to Jacksonville season opener. Oh, streak's going to end here. You know, they're going to end two streaks in one game and, and it's going to be over. And they start off on fire in that game. And then Marlon Mack gets hurt and they look like they don't know how to to respond to that. And they lose the football game. And it's the only game Jacksonville wins all season. I mean, one in you can't make this stuff up. You, you really can't. Like, and... I, I think I have to go back and double check this, but I think they haven't been two and O since 2009. They, they, you know, so many times they haven't been one and know. I don't think they've right. been two and oh, since 2009, uh, that would be a huge step for this team. I know the competition. I know the outside view, uh, but that would be huge for this football team to, to get those things off their back and, and to put up a, you know, a truly hot start for the first time in what? 13 years.
1: Right. Truly plant the flag. This team is different than years past for sure. One part of the schedule I'm looking at, George, that's intriguing to me because we've talked a lot so far the first seven weeks you play your division five times. That's a huge statement right away to get off on a good foot. If you're sitting there after seven games at four and three, I think we're feeling pretty good about this team moving forward in the direction that they have to go in. But when I look to later on in the season, when you look at this uh, Colts schedule from weeks nine nine to 13, they play at the Patriots, at the Raiders, Eagles, Steelers, at Cowboys. That's, a you know, equally as pivotal of a stretch, I think, at least, the, you know, compared to the first seven games. Those are all teams, right, there that, that you are either better than or will be competing against on the same kind of skill level. And the Colts should win, you know, out of those five games, three and two, I think, at worst. I mean, they're better than the Steelers. They're better than the Cowboys. They're better than the Patriots. Again, I still think they're better than the Raiders. I'm not really all in on the Raiders like a lot of other people are. And the Eagles, same thing, like, this should be, I think, three and two or worse at this five-game stretch. But even after that first seven games, like, this is going to be a pivotal five-game stretch to kind of see where the Colts are in terms of cruising their division and you know, kind of a, 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 almost a chance to look ahead and see where's this team stack up and where is going to be a loaded AFC where you're racing to get the highest seed possible to give yourself some sort of home field advantage in the playoffs.
0: And it's going to be interesting, too, because it, it feels like in recent years, they've had a lot of division games late in the year. They're all obviously at the start now. And so when we look at that kind of stretch in November or December, it usually was like trying to catch up in the division. You you had a bunch of games with Tennessee and Houston and Jacksonville in that, in that role. Now it's not. And I think that's going to be intriguing because, you know, before I think a lot of times when they had these comebacks from one and four starts or one and five starts or whatever, that's how they did it. They made up ground head to head in the division this year. You're not going to have that opportunity. I think it it makes that first seven games even more important because you're not going to be able to pick it up later but that stretch, I I completely agree with you. That's a spot where you feel like you can get hot for the playoffs. You hear that every year. Hey, whoever gets hot going into the tournament, Cincinnati proved it last year. Mm-hmm. Got hot around that time of year, all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, really, probably should have won that game. I mean, the way the way it turned out, they, these are one defensive stand shy of, of you know ho- hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. I think it's a similar situation for the Colts this year. When you look at that stretch, there's a chance to get hot and and to you know get your team firing all cylinders going in. Uh, it'll be really interesting. The other thing to me that's always interesting is we sit here every year, you know, in September and you look at the schedule and you feel one way about it. And by the time those games come around in November, sometimes it's a completely different. Right. You know, all those teams are different than you expected and both ways. Either it's harder than you thought or it's you know, it's it's even an easier road. So uh, I think that's what's always intriguing with this team. November, December has been when they haven't gotten it done. I mean, they haven't started well, obviously. We've been over that a lot just here today, uh, but they haven't finished well either. You know, they 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 right. end up losing games that, you, that you've got to win. I mean, how many times in recent years have they had a, a late, either like November or early December home game against either Houston or Tennessee and lost it, and it determines the division? You know, you, you've got to clean that up as well. The focus is on the start, and, and that's where we are right now, so obviously that's what the focus is going to be, but they've had just as much... Problems with letting winnable games get away towards the end of the year.
1: That's a great point, too, George, because you're right. The first, like, the more you think about it, look at the schedule, it does really kind of, for this 2022 team specifically, does kind of present the opportunity to really kind of. You know, exercise their demons because you're right. When you start with the division, you play five out of the six division games within the first seven games of the season. So, right away now, right, in order to win the Super Bowl, in order to be a legitimate contender, well, you first got to take care of division. That's what some of the Colts have struggled to do. They've, you know, been, you know, they, they, that, that, yeah, that's a big area for them, even just winning the division before we even get to, you know, being a legitimate Super Bowl team. So, you right away get to kind of plant your flag and kind of make a statement to the rest of the AFC South, either this Colts team is legit and they're, you know, different than past years or, kind of the same old same old we're sitting here three and you know three and four two you know two and six uh or two and five after those first seven games and you get swept maybe by the Tennessee Titans or something like that and you lose a game to the Jaguars again it's the same old Colts and then like you said now you're digging back out of another hole which they've done now a ton and to their credit they've done so twice but also at the same time That leaves you exhausted come playoff time, especially in early January when you run out of gas. So if you're able to take care of your divisional opponents early in those first seven games, that little mini stretch of five games from week nine to 13, when you're playing teams kind of around your skill level, that's a great chance to see where you match up against the rest of the NFL and against the rest of the AFC to kind of truly say, all right, where are we in terms of the pecking order of the AFC? But you're in order to get to that point where now you're starting to talk about, all right, we got the division, we got a lock on, and now let's start seeing where we kind of stand, where everyone else. You got to take care of the division first, which is going to be a great opportunity. In the first seven weeks, it's kind of either put that division away or at least put a stranglehold on it, or again, have us have the same conversation we had the last few years of Colts on paper should be the most talented team to win this division, yet here they are, you know, looking up at the standings yet again after another slow start
0: it's it's been the same song over and over again and they really have to avoid it this year you say it every year but the schedule the way it's set up like you said there, there's no choice you can't get off to a slow start this year you don't have the makeup ground there there aren't a bunch of division games later in the year to get back into it it's it's almost now or never at the start of the season for them like you, you got to get it done and imagine how how differently the season plays out if they get off to a hot start what if they're five and two after those seven games, and you've won at least one of the two Tennessee games, you're probably feeling pretty good about the division, which has been rare around here recently. And you can start focusing on more seating and things like that. They haven't had that luxury in a long time.
1: Right. And then if you're five and two, maybe either you're, you know, five and no in the division or One of those losses are in division, but you beat a team like the Chiefs or the Broncos, and it's like, okay, wow, that's a legitimate team in the AFC. Like You're feeling pretty good about yourself now going to the rest of the schedule, right? If you kind of build that momentum early, which they've really struggled to do under Frank Reich so far, really outside of of 2020, but even then it was a little bit of a, a different start there as well. When we return on the season preview edition of the Blue Horseshoe Podcast, give a little awards. Who will be the offensive MVP for the Colts this season defensively? Who will their best player need to be discussed that when the Blue Horseshoe Pod returns?